If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. This edition of Ag Life is presented by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Here is Bob Quinn. Good morning, Valley. This is Ag Life. My name is Bob Quinn with you for the next hour. Talking about agricultural production here in the Valley and all across the country. Friends, we start off looking at renewable fuels this morning. Coalition of Farm and Ethanol Groups call on the administration to, quote, finish the job and deny the remaining waiver requests under the renewable fuel standard. There are 17 gap year petitions remaining and 33 pending exemption requests for 2019 and 2020 under review at the Department of Energy. Once those waivers are returned to the Environmental Protection Agency, Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Jeff Cooper says they should be denied as well. The 68 petitions that are being denied represent roughly 2.8 billion gallons of renewable fuel blending requirements from past years. But we're really here today to remind EPA and remind the administration that there is a lot of work that remains to be done, and there are more commitments that remain unfulfilled, and it's time for the administration to finish the job. RFA, the American Coalition for Ethanol, National Corn Growers, and National Farmers Union worked together and won a unanimous federal court decision in January against some of the so-called gap year waivers. Brian Jennings, American Coalition for Ethanol CEO, says the administration is still trying to find ways to play both sides of the issue. Instead of adhering to the law, what we see is the administration trying to figure out ways to, okay, if we do something on one hand for ethanol, what can we do to counter that to keep the refiners happy on the oil side when all we really need them to do is follow the law? And we hear from the National Corn Growers Association. Their president, Kevin Ross, says farmers need the EPA to follow through on President Trump's commitment to the renewable fuel standard. Well, speaking of fuels, friends, the next generation of biofuel regulations making their way through Congress. We'll talk more about that story ahead on AgLife. This is AgLife on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back with some farm news this morning. Interesting story to start off with here, friends. Governor Newsom here has signed an executive order to phase out gas-powered cars by 2035 in California. Executive order directs the state to require that by 2035 all new cars and passenger trucks sold in the state be zero-emission vehicles. Newsom says, quote, This is the most impactful step our state can take to fight climate change. Following the order, the California Air Resources Board will develop regulations to mandate that 100% of in-state sales of new passenger cars and trucks are zero emission by the year 2035. 
Now, in addition, the Air Resources Board will establish rules to require that all operations of medium and heavy-duty vehicles shall be 100% zero emission by 2045, where feasible. Via Twitter, the National Corn Growers said, Corn farmers agree that clean, renewable fuels have a major role to play, adding, let's work together to unlock the substantial environmental benefits that increased blends of low-carbon, high-octane ethanol can deliver. Well, friends, along with that, National Corn Growers Association welcomed the introduction of the Next Generation Fuels Act. Michael Clements has our report. The legislation seeks to transition to a higher-octane fuel in order to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and meet future needs of more advanced vehicles. NCGA President Kevin Ross says the legislation, introduced by Illinois Democrat Representative Sherry Bustos, recognizes the high-octane, low-carbon benefits of corn ethanol. It's you know it's an important piece for us for the future of ethanol. It's really about future growth of biofuels and specifically ethanol. And you know what we see is the benefits from a, a carbon standpoint from a you know, low carbon fuels, as well as tying in all the benefits that the higher octane gives just a regular combustion engine. So uh, looking forward to seeing this thing uh, through, and hopefully we can move this policy forward for the benefit of corn growers for, for a long time. Establishing a new 98 Research Octane Number, or RON, standard for gasoline and requiring that sources of additional octane result in at least 30% fewer greenhouse gas emissions will result in increased market opportunities for corn growers. The higher octane fuel itself really moves us into a realm that takes us to the higher blends of E25, E30, those types of things, which could generate new corn grind. And mid-level blends, the establishment of a, a 98 RON fuel, these things are, again, key for lower carbon, um, you know, better emissions from general air quality for the consumer. But at the end of the day, this means corn grind, and it's just something that we think is a long-term play for us here and in the corn industry as well as just, you know, liquid fuels in general. This is positive news, and moving this thing forward will help a lot of people. It's been a tough year for farmers, but NCGA is using this as an opportunity to explore new ways to increase demand for corn. Ross says the Next Generation Fuels Act is one of those opportunities. High-octane, low-carbon fuel in the marketplace could eventually increase ethanol usage by another 5 billion gallons or more that translates into about 1.8 billion bushels of corn and we know with corn yields going up like they are it's uh, about finding new markets and about creating new demand for corn and and again this is one way we can do that we're obviously working on all kinds of other initiatives as well but this is a really key piece in the future of ethanol and for the liquid fuel market in America and I think for the consumer it's a good thing for the farmer it's a good thing and certainly for the environmental uh, benefits ethanol is a very good thing Meanwhile, NCJ's annual leadership transition takes place next week with Ross's term expiring. He reflects on his year as president. First of all, I should just preface it by saying it's an absolute honor to have had the chance to do this and certainly a humbling experience to be able to represent corn growers from across the country. Uh, it's a big job and it's uh, a lot of fun and, and definitely, like I said, the honor of a lifetime for me to have had that chance. But the year in general had a lot of ups and downs. We were fighting hard on small refinery exemptions. Continue to get positive news, I think, make progress there. That discussion is certainly not over. A lot of trade deals getting done with that, uh, the White House for multiple signings there. Just really good things from, a, from an export standpoint, I think, for the long-term future. 
And then you get COVID hitting too. And that's changed the way we've had to do things. Had to work through lots of Zoom meetings and lots of other phone calls. But now having a chance to see the Next Generation Fuels Act introduced here, just a, a really big deal for the future of corn growers. And I think a really positive thing to end my presidency on, but something that everybody's been working on for a long time. And this is just a big step in the right direction. More information on the benefits of high-octane fuels and NCGA support for a low-carbon octane standard can be found at ncga.com slash octane. Michael Clements reporting. Some farm news this morning. You're listening to AgLife. Dairy Radio Now, sponsored by Linder Equipment in Tulare. This is Dairy Radio Now. On our Milky Monday, we take a look at the latest USDA Economic Research Service data that shows a 60-year record high for consumption of dairy products. But how are fluid milk cells in all this? Let's check in with Lee Melky, whose guest this week is Horde's Dairyman Managing Editor, Corey Geiger. Corey, ERS data shows a 60-year record high for U.S. per capita consumption of dairy products on a milk-fat, milk-equivalent basis. Unfortunately, fluid milk is not contributing much to that increase. Your dairy live stream last week addressed that. Is the dairy checkoff still profiting dairy farmers? Yes, is my answer to that. And we're riding a cheese horse, as Mark Stevenson from the University of Wisconsin said during the dairy live stream. Since the 1960s, our long climb back to higher levels of dairy product consumption has really been riding that cheese horse hard, said Mark Stevenson. We've taken it a long way, and that's good for us. And he shared that while cheese is now at 38 pounds per person, so every American is eating 38 pounds of cheese here. That's up 17% since 2010 alone. There's a lot of upside to that. Yet, quoting Mark Stevenson, you have to take a look at a few other countries like France, Germany, Greece, that have greater per capita cheese consumption than we do. And some of those countries are talking about 50 pounds per capita. Now, to be clear, in the 1960s, when per capita consumption last was over 650 pounds, that's when Lyndon Johnson was president, the champion of the category was fluid milk, and it's declined quite a bit since then. But on the flip side, butter has made a big rebound and is now back at levels when we have that kind of consumption level. So the way Americans are consuming their dairy products is changing. And I can unequivocally say without the dairy checkoff, the rebound for butter in the cheese growth wouldn't have taken place. So there are so many things that are taking place and doing well. We do have room for improvement, though. Do we give up on fluid milk then, do you think, Corey? I don't think we can give up on fluid milk, especially when it comes to children. It's an important way to deliver calcium and vitamin D. And because of that, we need to keep pushing forward. One of the issues, though, certainly is getting the dietary guidelines to reflect that full fat is a good product. And I don't think that's going to happen this go-around. So we still have work to do. Corey Geiger, Managing Editor of Hordes Dairyman Magazine. Here's farmer and landowner John Prue. We purchased the land about three years ago and there was an old farmstead on there with trees. We were going to clear the land so we could farm through it. We thought we knew where the pipe was so we didn't call to get it located. The work on our property led to the damage of a light crude pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. The landscape of media has changed, and people are more skeptical than ever about where they get their news and information. While major news outlets show decreasing credibility, your local farm radio station still shows strong marks. In a recent survey, farmers rated information from their farm broadcasters as almost twice as reliable as major news outlets. 
Farm Radio continues to be transparent, honest, and trustworthy. This message brought to you by the National Association of Farm Broadcasting. Looking at handing the farm down to the next generation? Think about maybe a farm auction as a succession planning tool for the excess or antiquated equipment that you don't want to pass down. We hear more from USDA's Rod Bain. Succession planning for retiring farmers requires proper time and organization, especially when it comes to transferring equipment, either to successors or by auction. Sometimes you have the next generation taking over, but the next generation doesn't need all of the stuff that mom and dad have tucked back in the sheds. Maybe some of that equipment is obsolete. So we work with those producers to establish a good game plan for them to have a successful transition from their operation to the younger transition, not only in the machinery side, but also in the real estate side of their operations. Auctioneer Mark Stock says the transition from an auction standpoint should also include estate planning discussions with tax consultants prior to setting a time and date. Ample time should be given to gather proper documentation for equipment, conduct any needed maintenance, and video record equipment in action to give bidders, including online bidders, a look prior to the sale. Our thanks to USDA's Rod Bain for that report. Coming up tomorrow on our Producer Tuesday, we'll get a dairy outlook from Dr. Peter Vitaliano, the VP of Economic Policy and Marketing Research with the National Milk Producers Federation. That's Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Coming up tomorrow, I'm Bill Baker. Dairy Radio Now. It's another Ag News Update. The administration announced an E15 could be sold through E10 pumps. What's that mean? More after this. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Denver, we caught up with Michael Gergi from Student Loan Advisor. I think the biggest thing to remember when it comes down to student loans and student loan forgiveness is that you have to be very, very vigilant because it really can be one of the biggest empowering choices of your life to go out and get this degree inside of the veterinary field, or it can be a a tremendous roadblock if it's not managed properly. So we really try and encourage that as the overarching theme and and the top line piece of advice that we give to folks. There's more valuable information on avma.org. Randy Gard is COO of Pump and Pantry, speaking at the recent 33rd Annual American Coalition for Ethanol Conference. I think the big thing that I'm going to try to articulate um, is with Bossaman is you can't be um, late to the dance, so to speak, in terms of embracing and getting E15 and higher blends into your locations because consumers simply will buy it if it's there and and you know part of our whole strategy is we tried a lot of different things where you know and some blender pumps we had six buttons and we've narrowed those down and so we've really focused on e15 and e85 to make it much simpler for the consumer so part of what i'm going to talk about is what we learned over the last four years and if we can help retailers um you know, kind of jumpstart their, their process and not make some of the same, same assumptions or the same mistakes we made. Uh, if, I, if we can help them do any of that, 
help them get there faster and more efficiently. Uh, that's really the objective of the conversation that I, I'm going to talk about uh, at the forum. It's another Ag News Update. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When you're always on the go, what would you prefer, an office phone system? Hey, it's Rochelle. Sorry I missed you earlier, had an errand to run, but I'm back in the office, so give me a call when you get this. Or one that works on your cell phone. No hardware needed, courtesy of Grasshopper. Oh, one sec, it's a business call. Hi, this is Rochelle with WayForward Partners. How can I help? There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. American Cattle News. It's off the radar right now, but it will soon return. Immigration and guest workers. More after this. At the American Veterinary Medical Association annual convention in Denver, we caught up with Michael Gergi from Student Loan Advisor. I think the biggest thing to remember when it comes down to student loans and student loan forgiveness is that you have to be very, very vigilant because it really can be one of the biggest empowering choices of your life to go out and get this degree inside of the veterinary field, or it can be a, a tremendous roadblock if it's not managed properly. So we really try and encourage that as the overarching theme and, and the top line piece of advice that we give to folks. There's more valuable information on avma.org. When the immigration and guest worker program topic comes back up, Peter Orwick with the American Sheep Industry explains. Tony, our uh, our goal from uh, from the sheep industry perspective, uh, because uh, these foreign foreign workers, uh, we have a third of all the sheep in America are under the daily watch of a H two A sheep herder, often uh, Peru or uh, or Mexico. Um, uh, from from their home country, so immigration ag ag labor is critical for us. We have a program uh, today that works, um, but it's not in statute. So we're uh, we've worked for the last year to go through the Ag Act with Chairman Goodlad of House Judiciary, and uh, he was very responsive. I think I counted six references. Uh, to the sheep herders and sheep herder program uh, in his legislation. Uh, so we're, we've got uh, probably 90% of what we uh, really need in a program that would be enacted in into statute if Mr. Goodlad is successful with this bill. We're, we're encouraging uh, members of the House uh, to be supportive of, uh, of a vote on that bill uh, from the standpoint that we're prepared and got an awful lot of what we need in that bill, if they don't get to it this year, we'll work with the program we have uh, we have today, and and that's something that a lot of agriculture doesn't have is is any kind of a workable program. Uh, we we've been at it for 50 years, so we've got a lot of things that we are able to make work for us. Peter Orwick, American Sheep Industry Association, American Cattle News. Life beyond the gravitational pull of the city requires a can-do attitude. It takes versatility to accomplish all that needs to be done, and enough power to never get in over your head. The Kubota L-Series tractor pulls up its bootstraps, hooks up to its many attachments, and gets the job done right. That's why it's the number one selling compact tractor in America. Kubota. Shape your world. Linder Equipment Company, 311 East Kern Avenue in Tulare. Call 685-5000 or visit linderequipment.com. Jason Pugh, Energy Concepts. When we think of uh, our power needs, we think of our air, heat, lights, but electric cars. Man, I'm telling you right now, our phone is ringing off the hook. And what's happening is they're not thinking about the, the impact to their electric bill. 
So what we're doing is we're putting together specific packages for people who have a new electric car and make sure you only get what you absolutely need to take care of your new lifestyle. These electric cars are great. They're way more efficient than gas vehicles. And in the next 10 years, you probably won't even be able to buy a gas vehicle. So if you're thinking about solar, have us come out, take a look at what you need currently, and then we can also show you what it takes to plan for new electric vehicles so you can future-proof your home and your lifestyle for decades to come. Energy Concepts can power your home and your electric car. Jason, I had not thought of the sun powering cars, but that's exactly what the future is. And Energy Concepts is leading that push to the future. 559-485-2504 or go online, 559solar.com. We're Energy Concepts, your sun power elite dealer. For over 90 years, J.C. Lansdowne has been delivering the highest quality bulk fuels and oils to the San Joaquin Valley. With over 30 fuel and oil trucks polished to the nines and the best technology and drivers, J.C. Lansdowne is the expert choice and the largest locally owned and operated oil distributor in the valley. J.C. Lansdowne, a name you can trust with four generations of Lansdowne's fueling agriculture and a Heritage 76 lubricant marketer. Call J.C. Lansdowne today at 559-651-1760. That's 559-651-1760. Are you making a mistake that will ruin your retirement? Here's David J. Scranton, founder of the Retirement Income Store. I'm David Scranton. When it came time for my mom to retire, one simple mistake forced her to work years longer than she should have. And that's why I started the Retirement Income Store, to help hardworking Americans 55 and over plan for the retirement they deserve. I couldn't help my mom, but maybe I can help you. Call the Retirement Income Store at 866-977-6434 and we'll send you our free Retirement Income Kit with five educational tools, including David Scranton's Amazon best-selling book, The Retirement Income Story. Plus, you'll be invited to enjoy a no-obligation conversation with an income specialist. So call 866-977-6434. That's 866-977-6434. The Retirement Income Store. Where retirees go for income. Online at theretirementincomestore.com. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Power Talk, 96.7 and AM 1400. Post-harvest budgeting for the 2021 almond production year. I'm Patrick Cavanaugh with the California Tree Nut Report. Franz Niederholzer is a UCANR Orchard System Farm Advisor based in Calusa County, and he also helps out growers in Sutter and Yuba counties. He said over the next couple of months, it's good to budget for next year. Price looks like it might be coming up a little bit. That's good. But there's this careful budgeting where you start from basically everything you do now, uh, other than watering the trees, is preparation for the the next crop, the 2021 crop. Niederholzer spoke about the potential less water available for growers next year. There's talk about a La Nina winter, which isn't a guarantee of anything except it's more of a chance of a light rainfall year. So what that means to growers is possibly reduced surface water application. So when you're budgeting for next year, start with your, you know, uh, paying for water or whatever you need to do to, to have good quality water available. That could cut into your budget for next year, but it's critical for a good production. So basically build your budget for the 2021 season on stuff that you know is going to bring you value. That's Franz Niederholzer, a UCANR farm advisor in the Sacramento Valley. In more news, consumption of omega-3 ALA is recommended as a way to maintain normal blood cholesterol levels, and walnuts are highlighted as a source of ALA, 2.4 grams per ounce. Here's farmer and businessman James Wood. We farm about 3,500 acres. There's pipelines everywhere. 
The contractor working on my property did not have the lines located before he began work, and it resulted on a strike on a natural gas pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety campaign. Let us be totally honest about a very important subject. Agriculture is amongst the most important industries in the world. Everybody has to eat, and what you are eating formulates who you are. And it doesn't matter who you are, you should be aware of the trends, the science, the issues surrounding all things agriculture. That's where the Ag Information Network of the West comes in. We diligently cover every aspect of agriculture on a daily basis. It's our passion, it's our job, it is our commitment. We're the Ag Information Network of the West. the Ag Information Network. This is Patrick Cavanaugh with the California Tree Nut Report. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Power Talk, an iHeartRadio station. To combat almond bloom diseases, you have to think multiple moves ahead of your opponent. Luckily, there's the Luna and Scala game plan from Bayer. Using Scala fungicide at Pink Bud, you'll receive preventative disease control against brown rot blossom blight, even when weather is erratic, due to its effectiveness and wet conditions. For broad-spectrum disease protection when you need it most, use Luna fungicides at Bloom through post-bloom, offering rotational flexibility to better manage resistance. Make your next move your best move. Learn more at lunascalagameplan.com. Always read and follow label instructions. Hey, it's Trevor Carey. Many of my listeners have taken my advice already. They've called Peak Physical Medicine in Visalia. They've learned about breakthrough regenerative medicine, and they've gotten relief from chronic joint pain. They've said no to surgery. Come on, friend, what are you waiting for? Regenerative medicine can give you joint pain relief with no downtime and no drugs, no steroids, no surgery. Regenerative medicine, it's about using your body to heal itself. Regenerative cells can restore damaged tissue. So if you got knee pain, the back's hurting, you got arthritis, your elbow, your shoulder pain, they're getting it treated in one day with absolutely no downtime. The patient satisfaction reports are amazing. You can get your life back. Call now to learn more. Peak Physical Medicine in Visalia, 559-295-2410. That's Peak Physical Medicine in Visalia, 559-295-2410. Non-surgical relief from joint pain, finally, 559-295-2410. What if the solution to your energy cost problems was the same one that grew your crops? We had so many crazy questions because we had no understanding of solar. Serrano Family Farms in La Grande, California chose Pickett Solar. Yeah, the PG&E, uh, their rates keep going up all the time. Uh, you know, they don't stop. They just keep going upwards. And it, it's gotten to a point that that's one of our major costs. And when we had the opportunity to, to cut that cost down, we thought, well, this is the way to go is go solar. So I called Pickett Solar and went, hey, can you help us out? Well, now we're getting credits instead of uh, bills from PG&E, which is really great. Pops your buttons. Makes you feel good. Call for a free cost-saving analysis and put the power of the sun to work for you. Save money and gain energy independence with Pickett Solar. Save thousands in tax incentives. Act now before 2021. Everyone should get the care they need when they need it. And California hospitals are ready to care for you. During this pandemic, hospitals have taken extra precautions to keep you safe, like separating patient treatment areas for COVID and other illnesses, deep cleaning and disinfecting rooms and equipment, and ensuring everyone is masked. Get your care today. Delay in care may worsen health conditions. 
take care of yourself and your family. And remember, our local hospitals are safe and ready to care for you. Brought to you by iHeartMedia Communities. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. This Ag Life Report is sponsored by Commercial Radiator. Always ready to pick up, repair, and deliver. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Well, we're going to talk land values here on Ag Life this morning. Andy Peterson with Doug Hensley is the president of Hertz Real Estate Services, gold standard for uh, real estate services in, in agriculture across the Midwest. And Doug, the numbers suggest land values have stayed steady here during these difficult COVID times. What do you see happening in that market? Yeah, I think the, that the market right now is actually, uh, and keep in mind that survey is a backward-looking thing, and I think the reality of what we're starting to see happen with these early fall sales is that things maybe have been a little stronger than what anybody anticipated, which is surprising to some people. But when you look at the fact that there's, uh, you know, we've had a nice little rally in the commodity markets, uh, we've had and experienced a tremendous amount of government support in agriculture. On top of the fact that maybe most meaningful right now is we have very low interest rates, appreciably lower than where we were a year ago. And so whether it's somebody buying a, buying a house or a farm or a car, interest rates are, are a, a big thing in terms of velocity and, and people entering the market and being, being able to afford something. And they may go another shot or two, uh, raise their hand and, and bid a little stronger at an auction when they have a low interest rate environment like we well, do Well, yeah, because they're not going to pay an interest over the life of the loan. That's exactly right. Uh, you pay attention to presidential politics a whole lot with the election right around the corner. That seems to be what a lot of people want to talk about. Uh, what a time. <laughs> Isn't it? I'm, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't know that I want to catch that falling knife totally uh, <laughs> that you're throwing at me, but um, yeah, it, it, the presidential election is uh, this season that we're in is unlike any that we have seen before. Um, as it relates to agriculture, you know, that's what I try to tie everything back to is, well, how does this relate to agriculture and the business that we work in? And I think there are going to be some differences in, in policy decisions as it comes out of it. Your politics aside, there's just differences between the parties. So I think that's the thing that I would encourage people to investigate is, is uh, the policy differences between the two. Cut through the chatter and all the excess stuff that they're talking about and really get down to what they think about um, you know, tax policy, uh, inheritance taxes, and those sorts of things. And then you'll be able to make some judgments as to what's going to happen in this landmark. Great stuff there from Doug Hensley, Hertz Real Estate Services. Well, the National Pork Producers Council is urging Congress to fully fund foreign animal disease prevention programs. Michael Clements reports on that for us. U.S. Bureau of Customs and Border Protection Agriculture Inspections at U.S. Ports of Entry are funded by Agricultural Quarantine Inspection Program user fees. However, Andrew Bailey, NPPC Science and Technology Legal Counsel, says collections of user fees are significantly lower this year because of COVID-19 impacts on the travel industry. With the global COVID pandemic, most of those user fees have significantly lessened. In the case of international air travel, it's plummeted, I think, about 98%. So the total sum of that is that the vast majority of those funds have essentially dried up. At normal operations, USDA would actually collect enough money through the user fees to have a small user fee reserved. And that's several months of user fees that I think they usually have. 
But even that is expected to completely run out within the next few weeks at most. And then now USDA is looking at a $630 million hole in their budget to keep those inspections going. With the threat of foreign animal diseases like African swine fever, Bailey says it's important that the inspectors stay on the job to keep those diseases out of the United States. Our number one concern is keeping those inspectors on the job, the actual agriculture inspectors themselves, the Beagle Brigade that people see in airports. We've got to have those. With diseases like African blind fever having killed off a quarter of all the pigs in the world, our first line of defense is those ag inspectors to just keep the diseases out. We have a lot of plans and contingencies in place if it comes here, but the number one priority is keeping it out. NPPC is asking Congress to address the issue immediately. The idea that we would just furlough these inspectors and then when things got back to normal next year, maybe bring them back is just totally unrealistic. So what we've been pushing for, we hope that in the continuing resolution to keep the government running until the December 11th, that Congress would take some action there to address the issue. As far as we can tell, they have not. So obviously our next goal is either the potential for a fourth COVID package or a regular appropriations package that comes through into the year, perhaps an omnibus spending bill. Uh, But somehow Congress needs to appropriate money there because USDA just doesn't expect the uh, user fees to come back up to normal levels until well into next year. Bailey encourages pork producers to contact their lawmakers to tell them the importance of securing funding for border inspections. Learn more online at nppc.org. Michael Clements reporting. Latest in what's happening in Washington here for us today on Ag Life. I'm Andy Peterson. Thanks so much for joining us on Ag Life. With California Ag Today, I'm Tim Hammerich. Shortly after the pandemic hit the U.S., we started hearing reports of meat processors having to reduce capacity. This created a backlog of livestock sending cattle prices lower while beef prices to the consumer went up. American Farm Bureau Federation economist Michael Nepview says although the processing rebounded quickly, the backlog hasn't yet caught up. We hear people talk about a V-shaped recovery with the economy. Now, I don't necessarily know if I believe that to be true. There was a V-shaped recovery with uh, processing capacity. So hog and cattle slaughter did recover a lot more quickly than most people were anticipating. So uh, we're operating with cattle, uh, 95-ish percent of where we were a year ago, capacity-wise. Uh, hog slaughter were actually, for the most part, above where we were a year ago. So uh, they've mostly been able to recover and then have spent the summer working through that backlog. So. Uh, We're still waiting on this Friday's uh, cattle on feed report to really try and get a better estimate of how many animals are still backed up. But, uh, you know, a lot of people think that we're past it, Uh, but we're at the tail end of it. Let me put it that way. Nepview is optimistic about catching up on processing backlog livestock, but is concerned about what an extended recession might do to prices going forward. Here's farmer and landowner John Prue. We purchased the land about three years ago and there was an old farmstead on there with trees. We were going to clear the land so we could farm through it. We thought we knew where the pipe was so we didn't call to get it located. The work on our property led to the damage of a light crude pipeline. Fortunately, no one was hurt, but it could have been much worse. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. 
Let us be totally honest about a very important subject. Agriculture is amongst the most important industries in the world. Everybody has to eat, and what you are eating formulates who you are. And it doesn't matter who you are, you should be aware of the trends, the science, the issues surrounding all things agriculture. That's where the Ag Information Network of the West comes in. We diligently cover every aspect of agriculture on a daily basis. It's our passion, it's our job, it is our commitment. We're the Ag Information Network of the West. With the Ag Information Network of the West, this is California Ag Today. I'm Tim Hammerich. At Hedrick Chevrolet in Clovis, we currently have over 100 beautiful pre-owned vehicles on the lot for you to consider. And there's more every day. At Hedrick's, you have choices. If you're in the market for a used car or truck, jump online and check us out at HedrickChevrolet.com. We've been laser-focused on seeking some hard-to-find vehicles you might be looking for. Our managers have been working hard to bring you a fantastic selection from electric to luxury, even Tesla. Of course, you're always welcome to come in and look around. In fact, we'll be happy to see you. Hedrick's is following all safety regulations. You can make an appointment or we'll be happy to come to you if necessary. When you come in, check out the all-new Chevy Tahoe. It's pretty impressive and only one of six SUVs Chevy offers. Hedrick Chevrolet on Shaw and Clovis. The family you can count on, we're here to stay. We're always here for you. Hedrick Chevrolet. Chevrolet, find new roads. In business, things move quickly. You have to be ready to shift, pivot, adapt, then do it all over again. Comcast Business gives you fast, reliable internet on the nation's largest gig speed network. And for a limited time, you can also get fast shipping with Amazon Business Prime Essentials. Wow, that was fast. So no matter what comes next, you can do more than bounce back. You can bounce forward. Help your business bounce forward with this amazing new offer. Get started with powerful internet and voice for $64.90 a month for 12 months. And ask how you can get one free year of Amazon Business Prime Essentials on us. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go online today to find out more. Offer ends 10-25-20. Restrictions apply. New customers only with 35 megabits per second service and one voice line. Early termination fee applies. Equipment installation taxes and fees extra. Subject to change. Call for details. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Farm News on AgLife, sponsored by Bayer Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back with some farm news, friends. A new water management tool, OpenET, will soon be available to farmers and ranchers to develop and maintain their water management plans in the form of an app on their iPhone or Android. Robin Grimm, Senior Manager of Water Information Systems for the Environmental Defense Fund, says OpenET will use publicly available satellite and weather data to provide consistent and trusted estimates on water consumption at the field scale across 17 western states. In doing so, OpenET is filling one of the biggest data gaps for the thousands of farmers and water managers across the West who are making important decisions about water every day. Um, With increasing scarcity, these farmers and water managers are often being asked to do more with less. And one of the most basic pieces of information they need is data on evapotranspiration, or ET. So that's the ET and open ET. Grimm says the app will assist agriculturalists in answering questions on consistent 
consumptive water use data for irrigated agriculture, which accounts for the majority of water use in the western U.S. But during recent droughts, I think we've all seen in different ways how vulnerable our water supplies are that produce this food. So ultimately, it kind of comes back to that familiar saying, you can't manage what you can't measure. So we need accurate data to protect and manage our water supplies. Um, This data will also help farmers' bottom lines in these trying times. We've seen farmers with this data be able to reduce applied water use by 20 to 40 percent while still sustaining crop yields and quality in some places. Open ET is being led by NASA, the Desert Research Institute, and Environmental Defense Fund with in-kind support from Google Earth Engine. The technical team includes approximately 30 researchers and practitioners. Well, friends, growers have more options when it comes to seeding and planting from Case IH. We continue our product preview with Michael Clements. Announced during the Virtual Farm Progress Show, a new single-rank configuration with 15-inch spacing is available for the Precision Disc 500T single-disc air drill. Trent Noah said, Case IH Marketing Manager for Seeding Equipment, says this is an ideal option for soybean seeding and other specialty crops in both no-till and conventional tillage fields. We're pleased to introduce a new configuration of our Precision Disc 500T series. Our T-series, of course, is our mounted tank design with onboard product tanks and distribution system. This new configuration is a 15-inch spacing only design built on a single rank. This unit is specifically designed as a soybean special product and is designed to perform excellently in both a no-till or a conventional till environment. The beauty of this single rank design is it's optimized for this particular purpose, containing only the products and only the componentry that a grower would need to run in the 15-inch spacing and nothing more. He says that even in tough field conditions, the most important job of an air drill is to accurately and uniformly place the seed in the ground. The Case IH 500 series of air drills got a very strong reputation of doing this very accurately and consistently. Even in tough field conditions, tough topography, tough residue conditions. This kind of all starts with our parallel link design row unit, which allows us to cut through residue better because of our angle of attack to that residue being maintained more consistently. It also consistently places our seed at the bottom of the seed trench we're cutting, ensuring that they're at the depth that we desired. It also allows us to maintain consistent packing pressure and closing trench pressure across our range of motion to ensure that every seed gets its best possible chance at an excellent establishment. He says the new air drill helps producers be more productive in the field. These Case IH precision disc drills are built very rugged. This allows the producer to operate at higher speeds, spending less time in the field, and also spending less time on daily maintenance. All of our models features four-sectional overlap control, which further helps reduce costs for the grower by eliminating overlap. And these precision T-drills are also equipped with many innovative features like in-cab down pressure and optional weight scales, which makes it very easy loading the drill and also to help with calibration. Learn more by contacting your local Case IH dealer or head to caseih.com. Michael Clements reporting. A look at harvest in the Midwest, sugar beets, the Michigan sugar beet harvest off to a good start. Ashley Davenport has a report. Early sugar beet harvest has been underway in Michigan for about a month. With the earliest start date in company history, Jim Rollman, executive vice president of Michigan Sugar, says that things are going quite well. The rainfall we received in August has been a blessing for sure. Our crop looks fantastic. 
factories are running well. We're in a good place. I think we're, uh, I think our crop will come in around 29 and a half to 30 ton per acre overall, which is a very good crop for us. By comparison, last year's crop yielded a bit more than 28 tons an acre. Michigan Sugar was expecting sugars to be low since they started harvest in August, but Rollman says this increase is welcome news. Growers took great care of the crop and um, they're being rewarded for it, but we also got got a break from Mother Nature in around that early August time frame when we started getting some rain. While things are going as smoothly as they can in the fields and in the factories, Ruhlman says the biggest challenge for Michigan Sugar is keeping employees safe from COVID. Our management team has done a phenomenal job with it, and I think um, our employees have really stepped up. As, As an essential company or an employer, you know, we really never stop making packaging sugars. Our employees have just been unbelievably good stepping up to the plate. Despite a pandemic, thousands of acres of replant in the spring and dry conditions this summer, Ruhlman is optimistic for the 2020 crop. The last five years have been tough in the beet business. I mean, we've not had great weather. We've had some disease issues. You know, we've had some market issues. And I don't know, We last year was a pretty good year for our growers. And I think uh, the payment on this crop is going to be, be good as well. I'm Ashley Davenport. Some farm news this morning. You're listening to Ag Life. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. The House of Representatives released language for legislation to keep the government operating at current funding levels and extends the USDA's hemp pilot program. National Industrial Hemp Council Chair Patrick Atagi says we've continued to tell Congress that the pandemic has made it increasingly difficult for states to meet and develop plans before the expiration date. In August, the NIHC joined state departments of agriculture in asking Congress to extend the hemp pilot program as part of any coronavirus relief package. The White House has dropped plans to provide funds from the USDA to oil refiners denied exemptions from the nation's biofuel regulations. According to AgWeb.com, the Trump administration was considering doling out at least $300 million in cash to the facilities, triggering an outcry from Midwest lawmakers who argued the money should be used for farmers, not the oil industry. The oil refining industry has also expressed opposition to the plan. A new UPA risk assessment concludes there are no risks of concern to children's health from chlorpyrifos, an organophosphate insecticide environmental and farm worker groups have been trying to get off the market for years. The EPA tells AgriPulse there are no residential post-application risk estimates of concern for adults or children. Environmental law firm Earth Justice criticizes the assessment, saying EPA was ignoring decades of science showing chlorpyrifos permanently harms children's Hi, I'm Greg Peterson of the Peterson Farm Brothers. If you've seen our videos, you know we're proud to be farmers. Farming can be dangerous. Never assume location or depth of underground utilities or pipelines. Before you start any work on your farm, call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com to have underground lines located. It only takes a minute and can save your life. Never assume the location or depth of underground lines. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety Campaign. If you eat, then agriculture is important to you. And if you need to stay up to date on what's going on in agriculture, then tune to the Ag Information Network of the West. Fewer and fewer farmers and ranchers are feeding more and more people globally. We cover the issues from the field to the floor of the house and beyond. You can depend on the Ag Information Network for the information and stories you need. Join us online at aginfo.net and now on Facebook and Twitter. For Ag News, 
tuned to the Ag Information Network of the West. With your agribusiness update, I'm Bob Larson. Weekdays at 5 a.m. Ag Life. The All Ag. All the time. Power Plower Hour. Good morning. Welcome to another day of Ag Life. Ag Life is presented by Luna Fungicides from Bear Crop Science. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Ranchers, farmers, and many commercial facilities depend on Red Triangle to deliver scheduled propane to their locations. All over this valley, Red Triangle helps keep the engines of economy running. And not only for our farmers, propane is used in the home, at churches, for irrigation equipment, and so many more applications. Depend on Red Triangle as the highest valued, most trusted provider for your propane demands. Ask about propane tank rentals and competitive pricing. Visit RedTriangleOil.com or call 485-4320. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back to wrap up Ag Life. Friends, soil health, top of mind for many forward-thinking growers over the last decade. Michael Clements is back to wrap us up today. As the agriculture industry works to continue to define soil health and enhance growing practices to ensure the longevity of our most precious resource, our land, the Mosaic Company has launched a new bio-based fertilizer, Sestera, to support healthier soils. Tom Fry, Director of Performance Products at the Mosaic Company, says a recent survey found that 86% of growers say they're actively looking for ways to do more to improve the health of their soil. Soil health is an area of increasing interest. Today's growers don't just make fertilizer decisions on ways to increase yield and productivity, but they're thinking about ways that they can use crop inputs to increase the long-term health of their soil and ensure the legacy of their land for generations to come. The focus on soil health has placed an increased emphasis on building healthy soils through various practices, tillage, organic matter application, biological function, water management, and optimal fertility programs. As a leader in soil fertility and innovative crop nutrition solutions, Mosaic believes there's more that can be done beyond helping growers push for higher yields. It's our goal to partner with retailers and growers to set the stage for tomorrow. There are many factors for us to consider to ensure healthy soils, like soil replenishment, improving nutrient efficiency, and using new sustainable bio-based fertilizer technology. Bryce is a driver of Mosaic's commitment to soil health is the introduction of its first bio-based phosphate fertilizer, Sestera, which is available this fall through select retailer partners. Sestera is a unique technology made in the United States that provides up to 15% recycled organic matter to efficiently deliver nutrients while promoting microbial activity in the soil to support a more balanced microbiome. Sestera has very distinct advantages over other phosphate fertilizers. It has both immediate nitrogen availability for early season growth and slow-release nitrogen for late-season needs. This is an innovative, first-of-its-kind phosphate fertilizer that will help growers achieve approved yields while boosting and balancing the soil microbiome and sustainably nourishing the land for future generations. For more information, visit SesteraFertilizer.com. That's S-U-S-T-E-R-R-A Fertilizer.com. Michael Clements reporting. And with that, friends, we're out of time for today. Thanks for joining us. Back tomorrow morning with another edition of Ag Life.